Welcome to Season 4 of the M-W Tactical Podcast. Sit back and enjoy the conversations of Rockstar Burst and myself, Michael Woodland, as we discuss the sport of shooting, goals, training, community matters, and everyday life. You are listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Hey, good people, we're back at it again, and thank you for joining us for another installation of the M-W Tactical Podcast. This week's show is brought to you in part by DivTech. DivTech is a sponsor of me with Competition Shooting, and they actually sell magnets that made my organization on the range while shooting that much better. These magnets actually gave me more options when it came to shooting but at the same time as i stated it gave me better organization when it came to shooting and my magazines when shooting a match so head on over to divtechshop.com and you see the logo right next to me and for the listening audience that's divtechshop.com delta india victor Tango, Echo, Charlie, Hotel, Sierra, Hotel, Oscar, Papa.com. DevTech Shop. Still got the military alphabet down. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> now, once again, I want to go ahead and thank everyone for listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. And we have a few more weeks before we go into our season break. So this is the well next week will be the last show for this season and then i get to go 100 percent into training mode for the shooting season uh, rockstar will get a break from me until i get bored and i want to nag her some more but we're going to talk about that later on in the show but um for those who are listening to us or watching us on youtube or spotify please head on over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button. And just remember, regardless of where we're at, when we hit the 1,000 subscribers, we're going to do a giveaway. So it's going to be probably a live recording, or we probably do the recording and put it up, and we don't know yet how we're going to do it. But I do know for a fact, I was told by the little assistant that we are 250 subscribers away. Now, for those of you who follow me on social media, the little assistant put me on punishment because I messed up the website. I didn't have the links working. So she put me on punishment. I couldn't get on social media. So that's why you didn't hear from me uh, outside of the podcast. So I'm back into it full swing. And the little assistant is running everything far as digital. She was not letting me touch anything. So that is now her lane. If you have a problem, email her at info at m-wtactical.com and complain to her about any and everything. She will handle it. All right. But as we stated, um, head on over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And once we hit a thousand subscribers, we will do that giveaway, regardless of when it is in the shooting season for me. Now, as we already stated beforehand, y'all know I give Rockstar a hard time. If I'm not throwing eggs at her to try to get her to dance and get out of the way, I'm sabotaging her ink pens. I'm calling her at work and making sure she picks up the phone and get our rates so everybody can look at her crazy. 
But most importantly, I am still waiting on the cookies from the mom. But without further ado, bringing forth the co-host of the M-W Tactical Podcast, Rockstar. What's going on there with you, Miss Rockstar? Oh, uh, things are going well. I have, I'm trying to think. My week went by really fast, which I feel like has been kind of the norm for the past couple of weeks. I've just been action-packed and full of all these things. Um, but yeah, I mean, by and large, things are things are good. They're on the up and up. No, no major complaints in my world. What about you? Uh, no complaints on my end. Outside of the weather is warming up, so it's time for me to get back into training in full swing with no interruptions. Meaning, I get to go outside and run around a little bit. Um, <laughs> outside, dive into some other adventures that I'm tackling. That's going to be pretty interesting. But most importantly. I got a class coming up here in about two weeks, and I'm really looking forward to that class because I think that's going to help me move forward within this shooting season. So last year, I made a goal to make a class. I didn't meet it. I got close to it, but if you understand the rating system, you can go up and down. So hopefully this year might be the year I make the A-class run that I want to make. Nice. Yeah, so you know how that goes. So if any, right. <laughs> but for everybody who's listening, you might hear like a lot of ruffling going on right now. And um, honestly, I think Rockstar is on her way to try to give me payback, but she's out and about as we're recording <laughs> this show. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. I'm driving. I'm having um, Easter dinner early with my birth mom and her family so i'm having easter with my family tomorrow oh, okay okay that sounds fun sounds fun to be had now i'm not a big partaker in this time of the year as far as um getting together with family and everything so um certain times of the year when it's like family get-togethers i kind of like shield myself off into a wall like into a corner behind the wall <laughs> but i will turn around and do something with one of the projects that I got going on. So if anything on um, Easter Sunday, I might pull out the camera and record a couple videos um, to put on. Yeah, so, um, but outside of that though, like I said, ain't nothing really going on with me, but looking forward to this upcoming training class. So uh, I gotta get back in shape. So uh, that's my mission. So on Monday, and I said the same thing last Monday, I'm gonna start my workout regime like I do when I have something big coming up. So nice. Monday is going to be my day. And um, if anything, I might need the listening audience to hit me up just to make sure I did my exercises for that day. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, how long is the class that you're taking? It's only going to be two days. And okay. it's like a Saturday and a Sunday. But this guy, um, his name is Tom Castro. And... <laughs> Listening to him talk and everybody I know who went through his class, um, you're going to get guaranteed results. Nice. So every class that I've taken in the past, I did propel a little bit with each class that I took. So we're going to see if this is going to be the class that either propels me that 10% or give me that 30 to 40% bump that I'm looking for. Yeah. So hopefully that's what it is. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So, um, 
But before we dive into this commercial break, I do want to go ahead and give a brief scenario of the topics we're going to cover or that I would like to cover. Now, um, as of this recording, there was a shooting that was taking place at the Columbiana Mall here in Columbia, South Carolina. Now, I was in the vicinity of this taking place, but I will say, honestly, I declined to go to the mall, but I'm glad I did. um, But I feel everything happens for a reason. Uh, But we're going to talk about that a little bit um, later after the commercial break. And then I want to go ahead and talk about gun buybacks. Right. So do the gun buybacks really help when it comes to reducing any type of violence? You know, is it or is it not? You know? But then um, the last thing I do want to talk about is the American gun culture. And I came across this article that pretty much spoke about all like seven different nations in comparison to America when it comes to firearms. But I think that's going to be a very good talking point that we can have. All right. But if everybody will, um, go ahead and if you're driving in your car, lay your seats back, put your sunglasses on, turn the volume up. If you're sitting at home, go ahead and get your beverage and come on back. And here are a few words from our sponsors. Are you in need of a new firearm and are planning to make your purchase online? Well, you're going to need a Federal Firearms Licensee, or FFL, to receive shipment of your purchase, to process your paperwork, and to conduct your background check. CAE Transfers is your affordable FFL solution with a cost of only $20 per item or $15 per item with the presentation of your South Carolina Concealed Weapons Permit. If you live in Columbia, South Carolina or its surrounding areas, choose CAE Transfers as your FFL during checkout and let me help you complete your online gun purchase. You can find and follow CAE Transfers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using at CAE Transfers. Thank you for your business and let me know that MW Tactical sent you. Mental Health and Guns. At Walk the Talk America, we're working with both the mental health community and the gun industry. Created by a gun industry veteran, Walk the Talk America seeks to raise awareness and create change through suicide prevention and firearm safety without legislation. We strive to eliminate the prejudice that firearms and mental health face. For more information and to support Walk the Talk America, please visit walkthetalkamerica.org. Hey everyone, John from Outdoor Dynamics here. We're a remanufacturer of ammunition based in Kannapolis, North Carolina. We make everything from 9mm 115 grain to specialized 40 Smith & Wesson. So if you have anything from an open gun to just a standard Glock 19, feel free to reach out to us at OutdoorDynamics.net or we're on Instagram and Facebook with Outdoor.Dynamics. And we're always here for you. Happy to answer any questions you have. All right, good people, we're back at it again, and thank you for sitting through that commercial break. If you will, please go ahead and pay those sponsors a visit and let them know that you heard about their product or their services from the M-W Tactical Podcast. Now, as we stated before the break, um, it was a few topics that we want to go ahead and talk about, but the first one I want to go ahead and go into is at the time of this recording, it's only been a couple hours later. 
So here in Columbia, South Carolina, I was over in the vicinity of the Columbiana Mall and there was a shooting that took place at the mall. I don't know in detail what took place other than there were 12 people who got injured. From news reports that I'm hearing as of right now, it says 12 people were injured by gunfire. The other two people were trampled in the mall. So, of course, you can go online and see the videos that people who was on Instagram and Facebook that were there, they're posting stuff up. And it was pretty chaotic in a sense, you know, for it happening within a closed area, because that's always going to be when that takes place. So just know that I am safe. And as I stated, I was in the vicinity, but I'm here with you now. So we're going to go ahead and talk about the other topics, because I don't know too much about it other than, like we said, the 12 people that was injured, um, 10 shot, two trampled, and then they said that they have three people detained. So, of course, when you listen to it on the news, I heard them call it a mass shooting. It was not a mass shooting. It was an encounter between two people and everybody who was inside that is saying what took place. That's how everybody else is reporting it. So it's not one person that went in and just started shooting them all. It's sounding like it was an altercation between two different people near the food court in the mall and this shooting took place all right so if you want more about that that took place here in columbia south carolina head on over to the m-w tactical facebook page or instagram page and follow the posts that i will be putting up um, continuously as more stuff is discovered about this now moving forward i do want to go ahead and talk about a gun buyback. Now, there are reports that have came out that said gun buybacks do not reduce violence in any such, you know. So this is something we've been saying for many, many years. And the way I like to sum it up is everything that is happening with federal government or politicians when they're talking about anything that's going to supposedly stop any type of violent offense with somebody using a, vi a firearm, you're hurting the people who are doing the right thing, the average citizen who are doing the right thing. So now when you turn around and you look at it, how do you feel, talking to you, Rockstar, how do you feel about the gun buyback and is it doing what it's supposed to do i mean i feel like um gun buybacks in general are kind of a <laughs> it's such a weird concept right like because who are we giving the guns to we're giving them back to the government and the whole reason that we have guns in the first place is to protect us from the government so um i mean I guess it works out really well if you're the government, right? It's a great way to disarm your citizens. I don't really know if it works out so great for the citizen. And obviously the other thing that's so stupid and it's like the most obvious point is that the criminals aren't going to turn their guns in. Like that's not that's not going to happen. And then you end up 
disarming the good law-abiding citizens will participate because they think they're doing the right thing and um yeah and then you just have the only people left with the government guns being the government and the bad guys which is not i mean how is that a winning situation for the uh average american citizen that's very true and the article that i came across with this talking point will be in the show notes so if anybody wants to read up on what we're talking about this is the source of that com- this conversation that's taking place so i said this for years even when i was a little kid when i first heard about a gun buyback like how, how does that work i mean you're not stopping anything and now this is me as a little kid like 7 8 years old but where I grew up at, it had me mature faster than I should as a kid, you know. But understanding what takes place at the street level of how people actually maneuver and get things done. I already know everybody that I knew at that time frame was not buying firearms legally, you know, to get whatever they needed done for protection or whatever, you know. So knowing that a kid can put it together, okay, that's not doing anything. But what you're doing is you're doing your talking points to make it sound like you're doing something for which side of America, you know? So is the political ploy the same thing as it was when we're talking about the war on drugs, a senseless battle? Because right now, is this a war on the lobbyists or is this a war against the average citizen? Because that's what it feels like to me. Like, here I am, you know, um, average citizen who served his time in the military, but at the same time, I served my time in the military. Every time you turn around, there's that threat. There's a possibility firearms are going to get taken away. There's that threat. Oh, you got to have 10 rounds in a magazine. There's that threat. The AR-15s are going to be taken away, right? So I'm a firm believer in everything that we've seen in the past two years is enough to show you that that threat will never stop. This right here is just another page in that book to make whoever said what sound good. Because even when you turn around and you look at it, look at how they did the ghost gun ban. You know what I'm saying? They're jumping over different measures to put it into place. Right. As soon as they make that into law, now that's the segue to say, well, we already done that. So why can't we do this? And then that's how everything else starts to snowball. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have those checks and balances. But a buyback, how is that helping anything? It's not. It just sounds like it is. But it's literally doing nothing. I mean, yeah, I I don't I can't think of an instance where I don't know if it's necessarily hurting. I mean, I feel I feel like the immediate effect is it's not really hurting anybody, but the the long-term effect of disarming yourself isn't good. So it's kind of like the beginning of that. But um, I just, I don't understand. Well, that's the thing too. Like it's happening in Chicago and they already have the strictest 
well, I think California's are stricter, but they have some of these strictest gun laws in the country. And like, okay, so the obvious thing is not, it's obviously a culture problem, right? And there, there's something wrong with how, you know, either the community is interacting with the police or the citizens, I don't know, live in that city essentially, but it's like, I don't, I don't think it goes back to the, to just guns. There's like so many other problems that are going on and it's a big city. And um, yeah, it's, it's a big, like kind of byway through the country. So there's a lot of people just kind of like coming in and out. So, I mean, it would be really easy to continue to get guns illegally, I guess is kind of what I'm thinking. Like you have this huge intersection of all the freeways coming together got access to the great lakes so i mean sure you can you can keep passing these crazy gun laws but you're just in a, a centralized location where firearms are going to come through that that space um so i don't know if you know what i mean i don't know if you can truly ever disarm that populace um i don't know that's kind of a tangent but I, I i just don't understand why we keep trying to put I just don't see, like, can someone just give me an example of a gun law that was put into place that stopped criminals? <laughs> I'm you still know? waiting on that one myself. Yeah, like, if I can, if there can be an example, I I would maybe, you know, reconsider my position, but I have not seen a solid example of that happening yet. So, right now, I'm actually looking up... Um, from the NICS firearm background checks. This is for 2022, from January 1st until present. And looking at what I'm looking at, as we said, this is just background checks. So Alabama is the first one because it's in alphabetical order. Um, from January, they had 62,764 background checks. February went up 69,000, 69,098. To March, it jumped up to 76,494. You know, so when I'm listening to these politicians talk about firearms are the problem in America, in Alabama, these numbers are going up. All right. So, Alaska, the numbers are steadily rising every month. Arizona, the same thing. Arkansas, the same thing. California, wow. January, 104,282. February, 106,295. March, 129,391. So, Remember what we was talking about in the month of February up until last week, what was going on in California, all those crime sprees. Is that a reason why more people want to have firearms? Because yeah. that sounds like the legitimate reason why the average citizen who is trying to do the right thing wants firearms to protect themselves. Right. All right. So even when you're looking at these numbers, um, district district of columbia i thought it was illegal to own a gun in the district of columbia <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know Jan january 1418 and then uh, february it dropped to 1108 
to pick back up in March to 1569. Oh, 1, wow. You know, so like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. So let's look at Illinois. You know, January started off 473,953 to February, it dropped down to 308,269 and then picked back up to 385. What? Yeah. So it literally went down and then back up. (laughs) So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, like I said, I'm on the FBI.gov website looking at the NICS firearm checks um, statistics. And I'll go ahead and put this in the show notes so everybody else can look at it as well. And then um, let me look at South Carolina because I actually get the reports every month for South Carolina also. And just like always, it's going up, you know? So January, it was 29,000 that started off. Um, then it jumped up to 38,000 till March. It jumped up to 42,000. Dang. And the only reason we don't have April yet is because they don't put the reports out until the next month, which reports that current month. Yeah. You know, so you're always going to be a month behind on these reports, you know, so when you look at the numbers. So that's why we keep stopping at March. So um, let's see what's taking place up there in um, Wisconsin. All right. So 51,000 January, 54,000 February jumped up to 64,000 in March. Dang. You know what I'm saying? So even when you hear these numbers, these I don't think these are criminals doing these background checks. Right. <laughs> you know, right. You know it, it could be, don't get me wrong, it could be, but for the most part, I don't think a criminal is going in there. Now, we can't just simply say like, for instance, that one parent who went and bought the firearm for the child and then the child turned around and used it to shoot up a school. So we, we can't say, we don't honestly say all citizens who are buying guns are doing the right thing. You know, we're not saying that by a long shot, but what I'm saying is, is I don't foresee a career criminal doing a background check or doing the right thing with the firearm legally. Right. You know what I'm saying? So gun buybacks, why are we wasting taxpayer dollars to put something like that in motion? You know, even when you're listening to um, the plan that the current administration have, like I said, it's just a far reach to get to the final goal of, I told you from the beginning, this is what we were going to do. And this is what we done, you know, but you also got to look at it. Something like this plays on the hearts and strings of people who were and result of an incident, a school shooting or a home robbery or something like that. You know, so it's easier to play that strings for somebody whose mind is clouded and they're not really thinking straight at the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I'm a firm believer in you're wasting your time by doing this, right? Because I look at it honestly like this. If you don't want your firearm no more, if you live in a small town, take it to the police department. Sign it over to the police department. Now let that be a training resource for the police department. If you don't want it no more, if you can't properly sell it in your state, because each state has different gun laws. 
South Carolina, we could do private sales. I don't know what it is like where you're at. You know what I'm saying? So each state is different. So, but instead of doing gun buybacks, if you don't want your firearm, donate it to your National Guard, the reserve unit in that area, something like that. Because a lot of these organizations don't have the funds to actually purchase the stuff they need. You know, so that's one thing that I'm think of when I say stuff like that. But stop wasting taxpayer dollars. That's what I'm asking politicians to do. And I'm gonna say it loud. <laughs> All right. So um the next point, American gun culture in seven charts. Now, um we've already heard it time and time again. Politicians and people alike have compared different countries to what takes place in that country and our country when it comes to firearms. You know, so how does the argument sound if I was to make a point to you about driving over in Japan or England? Because to us, they drive on the wrong side of the road. You know what I'm saying? And I drove when I went to Japan on the roads over there, but if I, luckily I caught myself because I wasn't paying attention. I was just in the zone of I'm driving, but then all of a sudden I'm what I consider the right side of the road. But then I look up cars are cold. I got to get back on the other side of the road. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So driving is driving just like gun ownership is gun ownership. Right. But one thing we have that the other countries in the world that don't have is the second amendment. And the founding fathers of the country put that in place for a specific reason. So have you ever heard people made a comparison when they said we should do what Australia did with firearms? I mean, I've heard that before. I feel like we do that all the time. It's like with healthcare or, you know, pick whatever, you know, I don't even know. I've just heard so many examples of, you know, we should, we should do this like the UK or we should have, or like schooling. I'll hear that about like college a lot. Like we should have free college, like, you know, Europe does blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but we're not that like, that's an apples to oranges comparison. You're comparing two different groups of people, two different cultures, two different ways of lives. Like, Right. It's just, and I mean, yeah, obviously, like we're all humans living the human experience, but there's also a lot of things as far as legalities and laws go that really separate us and, and any country, not just America from the UK. I mean, I would imagine that Saudi Arabia is very different than Ireland. You know what I mean? So it's like right. each country has very different codes of ethics and just customs and cultures and all of these things so to say i mean even within the you know 50 states of america or the lower 48 just driving across those it's you know it's very different it depends a few hundred miles away you can be in a completely different area demographic all sorts of things so i mean it, it's hard comparing stuff just in america so to try to compare us to a foreign country that just i, I mean yeah, it's just, it's just not the same. Yeah, so even when you look at these other countries, and let's look at Australia, because that was the example that I used. 
And I remember uh, when I was younger in my childhood days, the incident that took place in Australia that led to them getting rid of firearms. And that was supposed to have been the next greatest thing that they done. But then look at all the crime that has taken place since then. Right? Even if they, when they took the firearms away, they still have that crime problem with firearms. Look at what's taking place in Canada, right? They're still having shootings in Canada, right? You're still having the problem with crimes with firearms in Canada, you know? So I remember reading this book and I was overseas. I was in, um, it was either Iraq or Afghanistan when I was reading this book. And it was talking about World War II. And one of the um, Japanese officers actually made the comment, the reason why we never attacked America was because every citizen has firearms. Now that says a lot when you have another country that is saying that about its citizens, because obviously, whatever country you go into, you're going to see the citizens come to bear arms to defend that country's, you know, rights of living. I honestly believe if you, if anybody was brave enough to attack America, that would happen. You would see neighbors come together and they're pushing that person out of this country because they're like, no, we're not putting up with that. I honestly believe that. But I'm also a firm believer in if you honestly take firearms away, we're going to live in the times of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. It's going to be chaotic and it's going to be so chaotic. You're not going to get control of it because right. corruption will really take over then. Because once again, only the bad guys got guns along with the government. Right. So the people in the middle, the average good American citizen, how do you teeter totter that? You know, so when that takes place, as I stated earlier in the show, look at what took place in Venezuela when the government convinced everybody to turn in their firearms. Now, when they did that, the people were asking for food because whatever the government was doing, they was taking all the resources now because corruption had set into place. And I'm like, why are we asking for what we've seen take place in history, not even three years ago, to happen to us in America? You know, yeah. so that's to me, I'm more like, wow, this is crazy. So, I mean, have you ever sat down and broke it down that far and thought before? As far as like how the different countries are affected or just like gun history or yeah like um so take it for granted look at what takes place in australia right that big crime that took place with the motorcycle gangs with firearms they took the firearms away so it's illegal to have firearms in australia but look at the crime they still have right and then yeah. what about canada same thing they don't citizens can't own firearms you got to go through a process to get it if you can get it but they still have crime there than Venezuela. Like, I mean, have you ever like looked at what's taking place in other countries and tried to compare it to what we have? Oh, yeah. Cons considering the laws that we have in place. 
so this is a long time ago, but like years ago, I was comparing once London enacted their handgun ban um, and how crime dropped off. Or I was trying to see if tr- crime actually dropped off once it went into effect, and it didn't. The overall crime rate didn't change at all. Just gun crimes went down, but the crime rate was still the same. Right. And now, I mean, look at like Australia now. So then during COVID, they basically got their government locking them down to a crazy extent because they couldn't fight back because it, they disarmed them all 20 plus years ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and we're like watching it in real time as to what happens when you don't have access to firearms and a rogue government. And people are like, yeah, we should just give the government all of our guns and more power. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. And then even if you look at, true statistics right in this country just america alone when you look at death by firearms suicide is going to lead that more than half yes suicide is going to lead that and even when you look at it from a homicide point it's broken down as to like okay so legal intervention 611 right so legal intervention meaning like somebody called the, um, the cops and the cops got involved with it or some form of a government agency right unintentional okay is that people just playing around russian roulette kids playing with firearms you know it's really unintentional right and then undetermined the cover-up you see what i'm saying so like even when you look at this per capita nineteen thousand three hundred and eighty four homicides you know, and then that's broken down into those legal interventions, unintentional and undetermined. But suicide is not broken down like that because suicide is exactly what it's saying. This person wants to take their life for whatever reason. It's over with. I mean, you can't right. do anything about it. You know, so once again, you're never going to hear the politicians stating these facts <laughs> that are coming from the fbi you know what i'm saying and then um the mass shootings that took place in the country you know and take notice take notice what's about to start happening because i caught it today when i was listening to the news reporter on talking about the columbia south carolina shooting at the mall the lady straight up said the mass shooting at columbiana mall it was not a mass shooting. It was an altercation between two people. Nobody just walked into the mall and started shooting. That did not happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm more like, okay, so once again, we're still doing the play on buzzwords, keywords, you know, um, to get points across. You know what I'm saying? But let me ask you this question off of this article that's talking about the country's breakdown of gun ownership. Who do you think supports gun control and why? It, like in America or in the world? In America. Let's start with America. Um, who supports it? Well, I don't know. For some reason, the Democrats have just embraced it wholeheartedly. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> it wasn't always the case, but it sure has been. Mm. Well, this report is actually saying 52% of America surveyed said they want stricter gun laws. How much more strict can you get with the gun law? We have every imaginable law on the book outside of 
you can't own a firearm because I said so. <laughs> That's the next step, you know. But these reports, like I said, they don't jive with what's being said. So how can 52 America 52 percent of Americans say they want stricter gun laws when 35 said it should stay the same? But when you go back and you look at the FBI statistics, practically every state minus two percent are steadily rising every month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So these numbers are not jiving. They're not jiving. <laughs> so it says, but only 24% Republicans and 45% of independents agree with the same treatment. Yeah. It's a Democrat issue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this, like I said, is it's nothing more than a piece in a chess game to make it sound like you're doing something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because how many people have you worked with in your time? But when they tell what they do for work, it's like, man, you're like a really hardworking person. But then when you actually watch them, they're the ones that are lollygagging, not doing what they're saying. <laughs> Production is slower, but they're taking right. credit for all the stuff. And that's what it seems like. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, how many states with assault weapons restrictions? Um we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine states with assault weapon bans. Oh, hold on. Add one to that. Nope, it's not. It's not. Okay. So what? I don't get it. I mean, I, I really don't get it. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in this. If you do a crime with the firearm, there's no plea bargaining. There's no getting off. There's no, my family is this person. We got this much money or this much influence. If you did some form of a, an act, shot up a school, shot up a group of people, mass shooting of some such, I don't, I think the court sentence should be like two or three days after that incident. And it should be rapid justice in my opinion. That's how I look at it, especially like if children are involved, you know, but the determination of how this is going forward, like, how can you go against how this country was built? It was built on the firearm. And I say that because you got to know your history. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what country supplied, you know, the Americans with firearms when they was fighting for their independence? Right. If you know the answer to that, leave it in the show um in the comments below the show notes. Let's get a conversation going because a lot of people who don't know their history, I mean, if you don't know your history, you don't know where you're going. That's how I look at it. So who, who opposes gun control? <laughs> the know? people who have been brainwashed by the system. Yes. So, and even when you turn around and you look at it overall, I mean, it, it gets crazy. It really does get crazy because now it's a play on words. It's a play on the dollar, but at the same time, it's a popularity contest. Right. Speaking. So how do you do that? 
but let's dive into a quick commercial break and when we come back let's wrap up the show and um let's hear let's hear your rant of everything we just said because i think that's going to be funny (laughs) in a sense of speaking (laughs) so if everybody will please take this moment go utilize the restroom refresh your drinks and here are a few words from our sponsors Hey, this is Brian. Thank you so much for listening to the N-W Tactical Podcast. Michael has been a great supporter of Hunters HD Gold, and it's my pleasure to be a support for his podcast as well. Make sure you check out the Hunters HD Gold website for prescription orders and also custom orders where you can use your own frame for your Hunters HD Gold lenses. Or if you want to try the new Hunters HD Ruby, we have information there as well. Because we always use Trivex lenses as our base material, and all our lenses are photochromic. So they change so you don't have to. So thank you again for listening to the N-W Tactical Podcast, and we'll see you at the range soon. JM4 Tactical has developed a state-of-the-art polymer holster that will quickly become your go-to holster. With high-quality hermit oak leather, securely sewn to the interior of the molded outer Bolteron shell, your draw becomes silent and no more scratches up and down your firearm. When seconds count, you can rest assured that you will have the upper hand when you need it most. Whether you carry open or concealed, the Relic Holster is available in four different models, fitting over hundreds of different style guns. The new reliable, easy, light, individual carry holster by JM4 Tactical. Order your Relic today at jm4tactical.com. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. All right, good people, we're back at it again, and thank you for sitting through that commercial break. Now, if you listen to the show regularly, you already know what I'm going to say. That's right. Go ahead and pay those sponsors a visit and let them know that you heard about them through the M-W Tactical Podcast. Now, as we stated beforehand, next week is going to be our last show. But you can still continue to follow us on social media and see what we're getting into because we're still going to have talking points. And, you know, you're still going to possibly see me get on the phone and call Rockstar and say a joke and then run (laughs) something crazy like that. (laughs) You know, um, but, you know, we got to keep it fun. We got to keep it fun until the next season for the M-W Tactical Podcast. But I do want to go ahead and say for the, the 12 people who ended up getting hurt thus far from the incident at the Columbiana mall here in Columbia, South Carolina, um, prayers go out to the families of those victims and hopefully justice is, you know, rendered in this event that took place. But most importantly, a lot of families go out to this mall and how many children now are scarred 
behind this incident. You know, so we we really got to think about stuff that's taking place and community leaders need to get on top of involvement so stuff like this doesn't happen, right? Because honestly, think about this. You can't enjoy happiness without sadness. Just like we can't take the good without the bad. Just let that marinate for a little bit. And then when you sit down and you think about it, did we just take two steps backwards by senseless acts of ego coming into play? Is it really that important? You know, sometimes simple conversation can unwrap a misunderstanding, you know, but like I say, my prayers go out to those who are injured from the shooting that took place at the Columbiana Mall here in Columbia, South Carolina. Said the oldest person that was shot, the, shot thus far, 73 years old, and the youngest person was 15. You know, so um, you're not here in Columbia, South Carolina, so you don't see it firsthand, the impact that it's having on the community. But just hearing that, what are your thoughts on that rock star? Mm, I think it's it's sad like when anything like that happens it's always like especially when you are caught in crossfire of you know other people being idiots um and it doesn't and like what you said earlier it was not just like random people going into the mall and shooting it up it was like a very targeted incident and it just happened to be bystanders who were there um there was a shooting up in I think it was a stabbing actually up in St. Cloud when I lived in Minnesota, which was still like an hour and a half away from the Twin Cities, but it was sort of a big deal because it was, you know, so it, that's a really quiet community. Mm-hmm. So then when something like that happens, I think people just kind of get shocked. So, yeah. Now, I wonder if, um, you know, there's a, and I can never remember the name of this city because I'm actually proud of what they've done. And this city is in Georgia, and it's in their law that every house must have a firearm. Oh, yeah. Are we talking about that? I can never remember the name of the city. I need to write it down and just put it on my wall (laughs) so I can always look at it. But they say the crime rate in that city is very low. And the most it'll be is somebody breaking into a house or something, but everybody's going to know who it is, so it's crime spree there is very low because of the fact everybody has a firearm now think about if every major city has something like that in place right what would actually take place with crime it would go way down yeah it would go way down right and i know somebody's gonna write and say oh i disagree with that but all right show me wrong because Imagine if you're in a room with a bunch of skilled fighters and you're one of those skilled fighters. There's going to be a boundary of respect, but it ain't going to just be people like, let's go to the cage, let's go, let's go. It's, that's not going to happen. You know? right. Because you can be the best shooter, the best fighter, the best of whatever, but when it's your time, it's your time. Right? And what are we going to say? A lucky punch or a lucky bullet might get you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, the gun buybacks, you know what I'm saying? Now, of course, I'm going to go ahead and throw um, the gun ban in this one also, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, 
The same thing as we said last week. I need to see reports of crimes with the ghost guns. You know what I'm saying? Which we still haven't seen facts. I haven't found anything. And I've been looking since last week. I haven't found anything that shows crime with a ghost gun. Right? Just like I've never seen or heard a reduction in any type of crime with the buyback. You know what I'm saying? So how do how do you sum that one up? It's it's people just parroting talking points. It's politicians getting their you know their platform out in front of people and they don't ever have to really back up what they say because no one ever questions them and they get softball questions by the media and they talk to people who agree with them and they align with you know groups that agree with them and it's just like the facts aren't on their side so they don't talk about facts they talk about feelings because it's an emotional topic for a lot of people so that's that's how they that's how they work their magic but even when you turn around and you look at it why is this this play taking place like, i mean long, like long term to disarm the population but that's the thing it's like how we talked about the useful idiots like sure like that's great when you disarm the population and then the people who you help disarm everyone else are going to line you up against the wall and shoot you yeah you know yeah. it's like I don't know why people don't understand that. Yeah. Um, well, once again, like like I've always said, people got short memories, but along with that, a lot of people don't read and study history. Right. What took place. Because even when you look at Germany, look at how that government got turned around before Hitler came into play. And he orchestrated it one little piece at a time. Before you know it, he was in charge. And then the next thing you know, you was given over jewelry, gold, <laughs> firearms to the Nazi regime. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, you know, um, other countries came together to, you know, render help to Germany, which ended up winning the war. But are we doing the same thing to our own people now with what's taking place as far as what the politicians are trying to do with firearms. Just a question, just a question. So how do you feel about that? I mean, I, they're not going to stop. Like that's, that, that's not, that is their end goal is to disarm people and they're not going, and we just keep giving up inch by inch by inch. I mean, at some point, what, like, we're really going to have to kind of like come up with a plan to push back on all these infringements that we have to deal with now. So, cause they're like, they're not stopping. And I don't, I know like people are like well i'm tired but like they aren't tired at all and they're just getting started so mm-hmm. buckle up because it's it's not going away yeah they they regroup they regroup because like now when you listen to the terminology they're using they this is how you know they regroup because <laughs> listen to as we stated last week what was it called the the gun reform safety agenda yeah you know say something like that so they're they're regrouping and they're trying to 
now play on the hearts and strings of citizens to make it sound like, oh, I'm not against you. And this is what we're doing. When all these laws that are coming into play are harming you and me, who got to go into the store, do the background check, pay the taxes on the firearm, but the firearm is only used for home protection or plinking or just shooting. You right. know, but but you're not shooting anything illegal with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those moments whereas what we need to do is rally up the troops and have people who have the best interests of our communities at heart elect them in the office. Right. Now that's easier. I mean, well, that's going to be a little bit harder, you know, to complete than what it's sounding like, you know right. what I'm saying? Because everybody has that magical dollar moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where they get bought out. So I'm a firm believer in that too. So. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's what we're going to do right now. That's how we're going to say it. And at the same time, when you turn around and you look at it, um, you got to come back next week and see how we're going to save the world again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So just like always, um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, like we already said, please head on over to the M-W Tactical YouTube channel, subscribe to that, and then hit up Facebook, give us a follow there, Instagram, um, look us up there as well, Pinterest, TikTok all those social media platforms and you can find us by searching for at M underscore W tactical. And like I said, it just magically is going to appear. Right. So please go ahead and hit up, give us a like, follow or subscribe, and then just support us. Now at the same time, if you want to follow rockstar, you can do so at uh, rockstar burst. Someone Instagram. Um, it's B-E-R-S-T, but uh, yeah, find me on there. Send me animal memes. You can, yeah, interact. I post a ton on my page, but I post a lot on my stories. So that's pretty much where all the action is on, on my page. I got you on that. I got you on that. So um, what do you got planned for the rest of the week? Because it looks like what I'm looking at, it looks like the sun is out, so hopefully it's not too cold. It's cold. It's 43. Oh, yeah. That's that's a little bit freezing right there. <laughs> that's freezing. The, the sun got me. The sun got me. Yeah. It's let me tell you what I did the other day. Okay. So listening to the weather report, it was supposed to rain a couple days ago, but it didn't. So normally when it rains, you know, I just try to, you know, do stuff more indoors so I don't have to leave the house open up the door man the sun blinded me because i had everything dark and now so i was like oh lord have mercy that's what it almost looked like but it was nice here it was like 81 degrees that day when i opened the door (laughs) not 43 (laughs) yeah it's cold yeah you keep that up there please keep (laughs) (laughs) so um but until next week as we already stated come on back and hear the final conclusions and thoughts of Rockstar and myself with the M-W Tactical Podcast as we wrap up season four of this show. Now, as we always say, please be safe out there. Keep your head on a swivel and keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun. Y'all take care now. <laughs>